Two games over. Fifteen Yes, and welcome back to the official ATP podcast. My name is Ash Williams, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, it's David Zeta. So look, mate, let's get straight to it. Nolay Fam uh, is the name of the game. You were there at RLA. Yes. Just yes. run me through what it was like. It was like a David Cup match, Ash. Um, like the, I reckon it was 50-50, Greeks and um, Serbians. Uh, and obviously the more Stefanos started to lose, um, the more the neutral fans got behind him. So it gradually went to about maybe 70-30 in Stefanos' favour. Um, but the, I was sitting next to, I think I put it on the Instagram, I was sitting next to a member of Nolay Fan, um, and he was quite uh, quite intense, but it was just, uh, it was amazing to watch. He, he didn't even, like, he played well, but he didn't really, like, you know, Novak didn't set the world on fire sometimes. He played some, some sloppy games, but Sitsipas just couldn't, he just couldn't cope with uh, with what Nolay was bringing, uh, which was just pure grit. And um, he did what he always does, which even when he's not playing at his best, he just finds a way. And that's what the, the big three have done. And, uh, I mean, what, what more can you say? What was it like on TV? I missed all the commentary. I missed all the, all the atmosphere in that regard. What was that like? Oh, look, it was just Courier, Hewitt and Woodbridge uh, waxing lyrical about Nolay fans. <laughs> uh, I mean... And here's the question. Do you think Sitsipas choked a little bit? Uh, I do. I think he got way too tentative um, on big points. Like the set point in the second set, you don't get many chances against these guys. And that set point in the second set, like it was his for the taking. He was in the rally on Djokovic's serve. But he was just like waiting for Joker to miss, which is a very bizarre game plan. And then Nolay just pulled the trigger on a forehand, I think it was, and just um, clean winner. And it was a blink-and-you-miss-it moment. Like, And then from there, Sissipas, his forehand was all over the shop. I think I think he was... I, I, think he, I think he just couldn't deal... Uh, after a certain point, he just couldn't deal with with Novak. Like, he just got a bit tight. Yeah, I do think I do think that. Even though he didn't play horribly. What was your, what was your take on it? I just think Novak's the best tiebreaker player ever. And you won't beat him in a breaker. Um, well, you, won't, you certainly won't beat him in um, two breakers in a Grand Slam final. So you might get one. Yeah. I think Allah, I think Berrettini got one at, at Wimbledon. Yeah. But um, Norway Sam, he was oh. sliding better on that hamstring. Yeah. He was just locking in on his ground strokes. I think the thing that was interesting, Ash, is the second set. Like, he... Like, he played a half-decent tiebreaker, but, like, it wasn't amazing. Like, and the third set tiebreaker as well, he was, like, uncharacteristically sloppy, I think. He, he threw a double fault in there at one stage. Like, he wasn't his normal... Normally in tiebreak mode, if Nolay can get any more lockdown, it's it's in a tiebreak. He just go, he does not miss balls. But he was missing them, and that's why I thought Tsitsipas just butchered a golden opportunity, because... Djokovic's level was was fluctuating a bit. That second set, like that, was obviously the turning point. We were texting about it during the match. He, because Djokovic, as we know, he just channels all of his anger towards his box, 
and he started to just. I think he wanted to like fight Goran at one point. Yeah. Like he wanted to. He wanted to. He wanted Goran to come down and fight him. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't have seen it, I don't think, uh, at RLA, but no. Goran looked like confused, scared. Also, <laughs> like was about to kill Nole. Yeah. I think Goran's sick of being abused. I think he is too, but now it was interesting because we were at his press conference. Goran came in and did a presser before Nole, and he said, you know, I, I know because I was a player. I know how players get on the court. I was crazy, but, you know, he's just a different level of crazy. And, you know, I I just, as long as he wins, I don't care. I said, I said to him, as long as you win, then that's okay. But, I mean, surely Goran at some point is going to be like, mate, I'm not copping this anymore because it, it's, Andy Murray just screams all the time, but it's sort of just like harmless. And he and and Nick's probably a bit more rough in that regard. But when Nolay gets angry, he like genuinely wants to like. It seems like he wants to actually fight his box, like physically. He he just gets so um, rolled up, and he there were just some of those theatrics in the second set. I think it was when he fell over midway through. Like he did it after he knew he lost the point. Like it's just that stuff where. He just hams it up, but he he does it because he has to use it. He almost he's almost he's almost like a self fueling machine. Like he, he has to charge himself up with external factors to keep him going. He just needs yeah. fuel. Yeah, well, that's what Goran said when I caught up with Goran and asked yeah. him. I said, "What's one of the keys to coaching?" He said, "To remain calm. <laughs> You're not allowed to get angry and start throwing chairs." Um, and so that's what Goran did, and that's what he does. Uh, by the way, um, Dasanka, one of our listeners, got in yes. contact and said it's actually pronounced uh, Ivanizovic. That's what we say, don't we? Uh, well, oh, I think I've said Goran Ivanizovic. Oh, Vink. 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 Goran, Goran Ivanizovic. Like the, the quad wheelchair player, Niels Vink. Did uh, Vink lost, of course, to Schroeder. We should yeah, touch Schroeder's, on that. Schroeder's loving it now because no Dylan. I think Schroeder's just like he's. I think Dylan predicted that he's like you know you're going to win everything and sure Mate. enough he's, uh, he's he's blitzing it. Nick Kyrgios. Uh, Nick he put out like six. He's really like you talk about one eighties. I know he'll say he never felt a certain way about you know but like he he's like his biggest fan now. He's he's number one cheerleader. He was going on about you know I told everyone we created a monster last year. Um, he's going to win at least 28 slams easy, um, all that sort of stuff. Like, so, yeah, Nolo's just, uh, he's conquering all before him. What, what did you, how did you react when you saw the, um, the post-match when he went to the box and just completely, uh, he just, he, he lost it. He genuinely uh-huh. just lost it. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, when, you, when you when you when you something was going to happen, didn't we? I, I, I thought he's either going to set on fire. He's going to yeah. get the microphone and tell everyone to go get fucked, or yeah. he's going to break down. And yeah. he, he kind of did uh, column B and column C, more column C. But um, yeah, it, yeah, it, it was lovely to see. And and you got to feel for the guy, don't you? God, I think so. I mean, he's been through a lot now. A, a lot of it, uh, you know, was of his own doing i mean it's hard to feel like a, a massive amount of sympathy to a point but you can still get behind understand that he's better or for worse in his mind he's been through hell um and he's had to deal with again he, he says he has the mris from both his hamstring and the abdominal tear from a couple of years ago um and he thinks he might release it in his documentary or whatnot um 
I, I would honestly, I mean, the last dance, the Michael Jordan doco was amazing. I'd almost be more hyped to see the Djokovic documentary just because of the amount of um, the shit Djokovic he shit. would have to have gone through and like all the, like that. that's the doco that I reckon the would be the, probably, if it's done right, it would be the best sports doco we've seen for, for some time. Like, it, it, oh, he'd have stories for days because he's so, so private. Uh, that's a book longer than um, The Hobbit, so oh, um, yeah. it's uh, yeah the Lord of the uh, the Lord of the Slams. Yeah, so, he'd be, uh, he'd be, he just um, no, he'd be great, and he's and he's got his precious, hasn't he? He's got the Oz Open number ten. But but this is the thing too, you know. You, you say, uh, I mean, I say, I, I feel for Nolo. He is <clears> castigated and, and dragged over the coals. Not just because of the COVID stuff, but just because of all sorts of. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he is. There was the last ten to fifteen years, mate. So there was an article that was interesting this week. Um, I think it was in the Age. I think Mark McGowan wrote it. Um, it was about the like the the Djokovic, what people, how, why people think he's been perceived a certain way. And there was a very interesting thing I read in there that like. Part of it, he thinks, is like the a the fact that he's from Serbia and not from you know Switzerland or Spain, um, more Western uh, aligned countries like that, aligned countries, um, and then also the fact that because he was his biggest rival at stages, well, Andy Murray's biggest rival was Djokovic, um, that the British media sort of painted him Djokovic as even more of a villain because he was the one who was who was stopping Murray on so many occasions. I found that interesting, but yeah, it seems like a perfect storm of things that conspire against him. But I, after this tournament, and I don't think we've ever seen Nolay as angry and as emotional as he's been this tournament. Um, I actually think that he, I know he would rather have people on his side. I think he plays better with them, with people against him. I think he, he's better when he's got the adversity he feels he needs to overcome. He even said it in his speech. He's like, you know, Serbia and Greece, don't ever let anyone... He went for like three minutes saying, don't let, ever let anyone tell you you can't do this. It's all like a challenge to him. And I think what, it actually helps him. Yeah. What, what do you think? Um, I know that he had a lot on his mind. He didn't thank his wife, Yelena. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what's going on there. He didn't thank his dad. I, I, I probably understand why. Um he said he's box his team. Um, yeah. I don't know. I found it interesting, and we couldn't get a clear answer out of him, um, really. But he, he said the last four or five weeks, only my team and I know how bad it's been. So yeah. I don't know what that... Um, unless, well, there, unless there's something else that's happened. But I, I, I would be speculating, and um, I'm sure if something has happened, we'll know about it. But And look, mate, credit where credit's due. You had a crack. You were the first question at the night. Oh, yes post-slam presser, yeah. and you opened yeah. with that question. I thought it was a great question. Um, yeah. He, uh, he, he, he straight batted it a fair bit, obviously, and he went... It was a very long answer, but um, he... You, you got to try, and we all did, I think, but um, it was... It was, a, oh, geez, it was a packed room. Everyone had the champagne. Uh, Craig Tiley was there having a, having a chat, and, um, and then off we go for a knowledge event. Yeah, I thought that he was going to tell us what... Yeah really happened in the last five weeks, you know? Yeah, maybe it's something that Doco, or maybe it's something that he doesn't... I don't know. He's a very... We know he's famously, like, secretive about his sort of off-court and how things 
you know, what he, he his methods and stuff. And there's all that shit about, like, what's in his, what's that water bottle? What's the message? Like, he's got all these different things that he doesn't want people knowing his diet, whatnot. But I mean, at some point, I think I tell you what, when he retires, which is still probably, Goran reckons he can play at his best for another two to three years. There's going to be stories and stories and stories that are going to come from him. Yeah, so 22 uh, slams each now. The French is very fascinating. Uh, I Now, Goran says as, if Rafa steps on the court at the French Open, he's the favourite, and we know there's different beasts there. How do you see the year playing out? And I, I want to get to the women's final as well after this, so we'll just quickly touch on Nolay Fam. Do you think he's going to overtake Rafa at the French, or how do you think the year's going to play out? He's the favourite three of the four. Toss of a coin. Yeah. At Roland Garros, it's, uh, it could be anyone, too, because... Someone like uh, Alcaraz. Well, Alcaraz is going to come back, yeah. yeah you know, Casper Ruud, those guys, they like the red stuff. So, yeah, yeah I, but I do, of course, I think it will go to either Nolay or Rafa. And yeah. uh, that, that will be uh, another script in the saga. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's bloody fascinating, I tell you. It's, um, it's a good time to be a tennis fan when it comes to that race. What did you make of... Uh, uh, Elena Rabakina or Rabakina, however you pronounce it. I think yeah. there are different interpretations of it. Um, and Arena Savalenka, my girl, who she came through. She did a bash. Yeah, mate. So I kids, of course, uh, Alina uh, Rabakina. Yep. Uh, I'm surprised that Savalenka held strong and credit to her, mate. She uh, she played big. It was a great final. Um, I, I thought that uh, if uh, Rabakina could have won that last game, then she would have yeah. come over the top. She, she yeah. was there, mate. She was actually no, she was. there. That's, um, that, when, I'll be honest with you, when, when the match opened with Sabalenka and she served a double fault, I went, oh, no. This, it, that's it. She, it's going to collapse. But, I mean, credit to her for how much work she's done. She had a biomechanist and stuff, work with her serve, but, like, just mentally, she's clearly... we got to remember... This time, 12 months ago, she was serving underarm because she had no faith in her second serve. Like, she just couldn't do it. She was crying on the court. Like, that, yeah. is, that is some sort of 12 months. I know Djokovic has had a pretty crazy 12-month turnaround, but Sabalenka is almost as even more impressive given where she was. She couldn't hit a tennis ball. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's impressive. Uh, I wouldn't say it's as impressive, no, impressive well, as Nolo, but yeah, it's almost. Um, but... Uh, Look, I don't know if you saw Sabalenka's face after she served the first double fault. She smiled. She, she had a laugh. That's yeah, good. so that's good. That, that, that's what I thought. Oh, she's in a good place. Yeah, and she uh, she was smirking uh, and giving a box, you know, quite um, uplifting uh, expressions the whole way, even yeah. when she made an error. So she, her mental state was good. I thought it was interesting that she stopped seeing a psychologist, a sports psychologist. Yeah. Um, she said that she's her own um, like best psychologist is herself, which I well, think underlines a fair few people with medical degrees, but I mean, credit, it's working for her, so you can't really... Well, can't, like, she basically said, the only person who can help me is me. Which is so, true. It's it, man. So look, she's a grandson champ now, and... Um, yeah, she I mean, can win. Do you reckon, how many do you reckon she can win now that she's got that the monkey off the back? Probably three. Oh, three. Yeah. Hello? She's got a big game. Oh, mate, you're kidding, right? Three. Yeah, uh, how many do you think she's going to win? She's 23. Like, she's got, like, I don't know, I reckon she's got probably double that in it. 
Russell went out in the second round. Alcaraz wasn't there. Uh, yeah. That sort of stuff. Just no, obviously no Ash Barty. Like, what can you do? Yeah, well, that's true. It's just Barty thin. Would, it's thin. would have brought them in. Yeah, yeah. There'd be three million there in Barty's final. So yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just a bit thin at the moment, I think. But but having said that, a lot of them went out early. And we didn't get to see Alcaraz. And Alcaraz is bloody mate, great to watch. So I think he just injects life into the whole circuit. On the men's side, a bit more personality. Um, on the women's side, I think it's just, it, it is really open. And that's for better or for worse. I mean, you just don't know. You know, Iga got dispatched by uh, Rubakana, Um And we just, there's no real clear, apart from maybe Shriontek, like, there's no real number one person there that you're going to bank on every every tournament. No. And, uh, you know, Jabir, Savalenka, uh, Badosa, a lot of them are, yeah. you know, hit or miss, pardon the pun. So mm. we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, it's all things Nolay fam in the uh, yeah. Costa 22 jacket, which looks oh, fantastic yeah. straight out little... of the bag. Roger, Roger callback. Remember when Roger had the four, uh, was it the 16 or the, I think it was the 16 or the 14 after he beat Roddick. He had the, uh, the jacket at Wimbledon emblazoned with the, uh, with the number, which ah. was, yeah, that was a little Roger, uh, imitation. I didn't, I, okay. So people can't be having a go at Nolay saying, oh, it's in bad taste. Were they? Roger, uh, I, I saw some, um, clickbait thing. I didn't oh, click on it. No, good. I think I it's fantastic. I, I, I think it was a, a beautiful jacket. It was, it was it was a great, yeah. great jacket. Lacoste had done well. It was better than the uh, the t-shirt the family were wearing in the box. Oh, the yeah, door that, on, that was wasn't, wasn't wearing it. It just I wasn't a was, good t-shirt. I thought that was a bit much. Just the, all the t-shirts. Everyone putting the t-shirts on. I, I don't think you need that. It was just it was done a down a Vista print the day before. Yeah, I think they went to, they went to Office Works or something and just got yeah. the. Uh, Two for like the ten for one sort of deal, whatever the hell. But I don't know. What do you what do you give the tournament? Actually, out of ten, what would you rate it? Uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Yeah, I'd probably give it a probably a seven. Yeah, just it was um, it was all right. It was fine. I'll give it a seven. Uh, yeah, it, because also going to the tennis, the Australian Open is trying to be too many things. It's remember it's a tennis tournament first. Yeah. So don't try and be everything to everyone. Well, and it is. To be fair to them, it is working. They're getting ridiculous yeah, numbers of people it, it, coming. It, it is, but eventually you are going to start losing some tennis purists. Yeah, you are. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, we'll see how things play out next year. Hopefully, we have a few bigger names around for longer. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it was good. It was. I think good is the perfect descriptor of it. Seven, probably just about right for for what it was, and. Uh, Hey, now we get to see history made again. Nolay Fam 22, and whew, the race heats up, Ash. He's back level again. And, mate, we've got to pull our socks up now, okay? We've got to get oh. the podcast moving. Um, right. So, you know, we've got this new studio. Yeah, um, I want to get into that. I haven't been there yet. We'll, we'll come in. We'll get uh, – we might get Kinky in. Get Kinky in. Okay, and um, – Look, I do plan on being at the US Open this year. I know you'll probably be here for the footy, but um, we've got to at least do a broadcast from another slam this year. And by this time next year, we need to be doing something big. 
for the Oz Open, whether that's our own thing, it needs mm. to be that, or or we're we're not doing enough. Sushi so, mango style. You want to like call the games or something? We we need to be bigger than sushi mango are at Margaret Court. <laughs> okay, I'm not. Well, tri- I'm not going to be listening. To, I'm pretty sure they did dress up as women. I'm not joking. <laughs> I don't think that's their stick. They they just dress up in like a nominal costume. Well, one of them one of them looked like a woman. So okay. I'm um look anyway. Good on Sushi Mango for twenty twenty four bucks. You can watch them commentate the tennis. Um and uh, I mean what a, what a wonderful wonderful deal. <laughs> Uh, Ash, uh, I love it when you get petty. It's great. Good stuff. No, I'm serious. Uh, no, yeah, right, yeah. no, no, I'm being serious. No, but... all right, all right. That's good. That's a good... Uh, okay, uh, all right. All right. Well, hey, uh, always a pleasure, Dave. We covered a lot of tennis. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it, everybody. If you want to get in contact, it's at Ash Tennis Podcast on Instagram, and we'll have more very shortly. Forty, 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 forty.